Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Shadows. I'm Stuart Best. Where the paranormal is normal. Where that which you thought you knew, you didn't. And where the future can be known, if you know exactly where to look. Well, good evening, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And we've got Larry on his phone down there in the Southland. Hi, Larry. Hey, Stuart. How's your weather down there? Is your storm hit, or what's cooking? Well, it's been uh, sleeting and snowing all day, but it's it's not too bad late this evening. So oh, good. that's a good thing. No ice this time. Well, we're about, uh, the wind chill brings our temperature down to about 9 below, and uh, the still air temperatures, I think, around 3 or 2. It's just amazing. <laughs> We just never warm up up here in the Northland. Anyway, I wanted to start. Uh, we got a bunch of replies when I um, did a bunch of verses about what the Lord Jesus Christ had to say about salvation, et cetera, et cetera. And this was when we were on YouTube. And, of course, we got hacked and taken down, terminated, actually, by YouTube. And uh, but anyway, a lot of the replies we got were like John three sixteen, and that's it. So I wanted to just touch on that a little bit. Uh, many uh, this is from an article, and it's true. It's been vetted. I know this is true. Many of our English words no longer have the same meaning that they had when the scholars used them over four hundred years ago. These English words have been updated to match the originally intended meaning. One of the many changes is the definition of the Greek word, uh, which is believe, stated as believe. And in the 16th century, the word believe had a completely different meaning than it does today. In fact, if you go back into the Greek or wherever, you're going to find the same thing. Back then, it meant to commit to, dedicate your life to, or even give your life for. It was an action verb back then in which you had to back up your belief with your very life. James, I think, talks about that, whether your faith is backed up by your works or not. And I'm not talking about good works, bad works. I'm just I'm talking about the work of the straight gate narrow way, which is not a work, by the way. But anyway, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. They understood They were saying that an individual must commit their very lives to Christ over the long term. The pure word shows the original meaning, and then they translate it this way. Because God has loved in such a manner the Satan's world, so that he gave his son, the only begotten risen Christ, in order that whoever is continuously by his choice committing for the results and purpose of him should not perish, but definitely should by his choice be continuously having eternal life. In other words, it's a continuous believing. It's not just sitting in an armchair and believing that you're saved. That's not what it's about at all. So you people out there that are John 3.16ers better take note, lest you end up in eternal ruin. Uh, it does not contradict anything Jesus Christ said. So, so just take care of that note, because otherwise you will end up in eternal ruin. I guarantee it 100%. The Bible guarantees it 100%. And, and this is what's coming is this false belief concept. It, if, if the 
sinner's prayer is anything at all, it is a conversionary prayer. Even the Protestants uh, who have theologians have written that conversion is not at all regeneration. And the fact that it's taught as regeneration is where millions of Christians end up standing before the Lord in Matthew chapter 7, rejected out of hand, with no mercy, no compassion. They're just simply, get away from me. And uh, there's a reason why Jesus does that. And I don't want to get into all that. I could spend five hours on it uh, and prove it from Scripture. But what's happened is people don't believe the Scripture anymore. They truly do not believe what Jesus Christ said constitutes true salvation. They have refused it, just like Peter warned that there would come along preachers, teachers, evangelists, and now prophetic ministries who would say uh, or speak evil of the way of the truth, and their damnation slumbers not. There's only one way given. Jesus called it narrow. There is no other way. None ever offered. Um, Jesus did mention another way, but that way is a fake way, and he says what happens to him. It's a fake way. Anyway, I wanted to get into that because we got a lot of replies of John 3.16 people who just simply believe John 3.16. That's like saying Noah instead of building his ark, just sat in an easy chair and said, well, you know, Lord, I'm going to pray now for 40 days and 40 nights, and I'm going to believe that you will have an ark already made for me when I open my eyes. So I'm going to fast and pray for these 40 days and 40 nights. Well, at the end of the 40 days and 40 nights, Noah opens his eyes and there's no ark. And so he goes before the Lord and says, how come there's no ark? You promised me an ark. God says to Noah, I told you to build the ark. I didn't say I was going to build it. You've lost 40 days now. You better get with it because the flood's coming. See, this is where we are today. We just believe. We don't do anything. Heaven forbid we should ask, seek, knock, strive, or labor for the doctrine that Jesus Christ gave us so that we might find eternal life. Oh, no, that's an anathema. That's a work. Well, have it your way. I'm just telling you what the true words mean. And if you don't want to believe it, that's fine. Uh, Jesus doesn't uh, show you any slack. Let me put it to you that way. There's not any slack in Matthew chapter 7, millions and upon millions of Christians are sent away in Matthew chapter 7. Why? Because they didn't do what he said. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do anything I tell you? You know, it's kind of like a person goes to a, a major corporation and uh, goes in and interviews the CEO and gets a job as a senior VP, we'll say. But the guy, he's, he's given an office, he's given a secretary, but he never goes to work. He never comes into work. Well, how long do you think that's going to last before you get fired? And this is what the deal is with the Christians. They're fired. Like Donald Trump says, you're fired. They think they're saved. They're positive they're going to heaven. You better start reading your scriptures. There's line after line, verse after verse, about this fake salvation message that overtake, it really essentially overtook the church almost from the time of the ascension of Christ back in Acts. Paul even said, well, I'm a little bit different because, I'm paraphrasing him, of course, I preach the whole gospel. Well, what's the whole gospel? The negative along with the positive. What do we find in the parable of the sower? 
the Anon with great joy crowd that falls away almost immediately. Why? They don't have any root. Anon with great joy. What does that mean? Well, you get an IRS letter in the mail. You're trembling as you open it up, and there's a check in there for $50,000 because they they overcharged you or they overtaxed you. That's great joy. Likewise, if you open the letter and you find you've been dunned $50,000 and they're going to take your house, that's a negative. There is a negative to the gospel, the true gospel. It's called the narrow way. It's a negative. All the negatives of modern Christian theology have been abandoned. There are no negatives. It's an anon with great joy. I just accept this gospel, which is not a gospel. The real gospel has been rejected. And uh, I've been preaching that for the last 30, 40 years. The real gospel has been rejected. My entire ministry has been warning the people, get back into that Bible, study it for yourself, because it's between you and your Creator. You can't sit there before the Creator and say, well, Billy Graham told me this. Franklin Graham told me this. Benny Hinn told me this. It doesn't work, folks. It's not going to work. Jesus could care less. He says so. I'm not going to lose any any uh, sleep over you people who won't do what I told you to do. He said, you uh, have built your house upon the sand. Go into the book of Revelation and read the letters to the churches. What does he tell them, particularly the last day church? You know us not that you are poor, blind, naked. You don't know you're unsaved. You're positive you are saved, but when you stand before me, you're going to find out you were not. And anybody could figure this one out that wants to figure it out. After all, it's not that difficult. Anyway, uh, where do you want to start, Larry? Should we start with this new uh, Barry Rothman code? That's kind of spooky. Yeah, well, most of his codes are just about as spooky as Scripture is. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you I understand think, I think it. That's, <laughs> I, think, I think that's why a lot of people have trouble with not only the Torah codes, they have trouble with a lot of Scriptures. You know, I was thinking as you were sharing that, Stuart, I was thinking... John 3.16, now what percent of the Bible, the entire Bible, is that? It must be so such a small, minute amount of the Bible, but there's a lot of people, that's all they know. That's it. Yep, that's what they're told. That's what they're told. The only caveat that I have ever been able to find is not in the Bible. It's in the book of Enoch, where the Lord uh, says they did not know that they had to repent. And so he shows them mercy. But as to who they are or what happens, I'm not sure. I've always thought that was probably during the tribulation and the tribulation saints where they put their head in the guillotine. And it counts the same uh, as uh, being reborn. And uh, that's the way God counts it. So I don't know. I mean, people can argue this over, but you cannot argue what Jesus Christ clearly and plainly stated over and over and over again in many different ways so that people with an active mind could figure out what it said. They just don't want to believe what it said. Therefore, it's not true. It's like America being Babylon. I don't like the concept that America is Babylon. Therefore, America is not Babylon. Uh, I don't know what you do with that kind of reasoning. I don't know what you do with that kind of thought process, if it is a thought process. But this, this is where we are, folks. The, the Bible, the Scripture, has basically been terminated. It's been redacted. It's been changed. All the ifs, ors, buts are being removed. And if you remove the conditional phrases, you have totally reversed the Scripture and what it says, and that's exactly what they're doing. Anyway, 
Uh, let's go with that Barry Rothman. Do you have it in front of you at all? Uh, yeah, you want the newest Matrix? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, back in uh, March, uh, or rather February the 27th, he wrote a uh, Torah code, uh, ran it called Putin's Nuke Threat. And we've yes. already talked about that. So I found out that he'd done a, a second uh, figure number two uh, added of Putin's nuclear threat. He got another matrix March 10th. And uh, basically his comment was, after reading what he found, he said, Russian attack, takeover of Ukraine, nuke plant, ramps up the nuclear threat. And uh, here's the code. Mm-hmm. It's eight in the code. Number one, Ukraine. Number two, atomic. Number three, threat. Number four, Sodom and Gomorrah. Number five, sanction. Number six, every crime. Number seven, Chinese. Number eight, destruction. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, Particularly the Sodom and Gomorrah and every crime. Because Ukraine is one of the most corrupt nations in the world, I guess, other than America, Babylon. So it'd be it'd be uh, reasonable, I guess, that uh, the American uh, hierarchy would uh, cozy up to uh, Ukraine because they're so utterly corrupt. But this business of atomic and threat, uh, I wonder if he's going to find out that there is going to be a nuclear war. I think he ran something which said there was going to be a nuclear war. Do you remember that, or am I just uh, misremembering what little memory I've got? (laughs) Well, the first matrix he ran was President Putin, nuke, threat, Chinese, army, murder. And so uh, basically he says the code surrounds President Putin with a nuke threat, military murder, and Chinese. Question, does it hint at murders conducted in Ukraine or elsewhere? Or does it hint at an attempt to kill Putin before he can start World War III? So that's a very good, interesting question, actually. Yes, it is, because I'm sure there have been or planned uh, assassination attempts on him. Uh, well, but, not you know, only that, our, yes. our government is so corrupt that they're standing up, you know, like Lindsey Graham and others, and they're standing up demanding the assassination of Putin on live television. Yeah, and that kind of uh, reminds me of, uh, I believe it's a Hopi prophecy, where assassinations begin first from the government down towards the people, and then the people decide, well, as long as you're just going to kill us, if you don't like what we're saying, then we might as well pick up our guns and start killing you. And uh, it, it kind of goes out of control. I guess one could call it snipers. And uh, I don't know, Larry. I think we're heading into awful dangerous territory, be it uh, nuclear. In fact, uh, in Phoenix Rising, noise that uh, I know a lot of people get angry when I mention her, she says there will be a nuclear exchange. It's coming. And I would assume that, that would, we would call it World War III. So we'll just have to wait and see. And then we got the um, um, seers, if you want to call them that, remote viewers, who said that it would be North Korea that would use a nuclear weapon in anger. So maybe they start the war. Because once this thing gets going, it's going to be <laughs> it's just going to be worldwide. What do you think? Well, it's, it's, well, I was I was kind of interested there what you were talking about uh, Ukraine because Ukraine basically is the darling child of uh, the elite, uh, the New World Order in America, especially you know Bidens and Clintons and Bushes, and I mean they've been they've been made rich through Ukrainian yes. corruption, and they've got a lot invested in Ukraine. And by the way, they finally have recently come out and admitted the U.S. government has admitted the Biden administration 
that there are multiple bio warfare yep. bio labs in Ukraine. And uh, Russia said that they had taken about seven of the 11 there, but now it's coming out on the war room that there may be as many as 26. Now, isn't this interesting? Because just the Chinese Wuhan, matter of fact, guess what? It wasn't really China. It, come, it dovetails right back to the United States, to the Pentagon, and to Fauci and, and our corrupt government. That's where Wuhan dovetails into our our corruption, and then isn't it odd that now that we put all of these uh, labs on Russia's doorstep, what were we planning to release it there on Russia's doorstep? Maybe Putin <laughs> pre maybe Putin preempted the plan, but I think uh, yeah, but but regardless, look at the corruption. All we're finding is America is corrupt to the core. Absolutely yep. to the entire core. Washington is so evil. Everybody, and, and I don't care, you know, I'm going to say it, whether it's the evil Democrats or the evil rhinos or just the gutless, the rest of the gutless wonders in Washington, D.C. It is one evil place. And anymore, when somebody says, where are you from? I'm from Oklahoma. I could care less about Washington, D.C. It is a Sodom and Gomorrah to the nth degree, Stuart. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what the Bible says. That's probably why a lot of Americans don't want to read the Bible or accept it, because it points the finger at the United States of America, a.k.a. Babylon the Great, as the one that stirs up all the trouble all over the world. And... uh the Lord even mocks America and says, well, you should have considered your end for doing what you did. For in one hour is your end going to come with nuclear fire. If you go back and, and you really analyze what it says, this is going to be uh, America is taken out by a surprise nuclear attack that comes in from all the oceans and comes over the pole. In fact, it, it says that America is hit so hard that it actually alters the spin of the, United, uh, of the world, of the globe. That's got to be a huge, huge impact to do something of that nature. And people might say, well, that's impossible. No, even an earthquake can do that, change the spin. It doesn't change it by much. But it can change it. And we are coming up on something here. I wanted to get into this just a little bit, Larry. I want your take on it. Uh, this is from a credit union. And this is what they say. Upcoming travel plans to protect your account. Transaction, uh, transactions on your cards are monitored for suspicious activity including locations that vary from your norm and may be blocked when used outside of the norm area. Please notify us of your travel plans at least 48 hours prior to your departure. And then they have a, a button that says submit your online travel form. Now, folks, think about this for a minute. Let's say it's a credit card, debit card. It doesn't make any difference. They, they're applying this to both. Cash from your account, this is me now, is really their account. And as usual, it's just for your security. This shows how intrusive your bank is getting. Following where you go, they follow what you buy, and the stores you use, and they can block your transition at any or your transactions at any time they choose. So now you even submit your travel plans in advance. It also means that the bank could refuse your right to travel by simply saying they will not allow you to travel outside your approved area because they control your money. This is how intrusive this is. 
Now, this goes along with uh, something else. It's called digital wallet. And the reason I'm bringing this up is this is where the mark of the beast is coming from. They're selling this digital wallet. And here's what they say. Your card information is never stored on your device or shared with merchants. Quick online payments with pre-filled information so you can speed through checkout. Extra security provided by smartphones where fingerprint touch ID or facial recognition can be used to authorize your transactions. Where you can pay. You can pay in the store. You can pay online. You can pay via apps. Now, I wanted to read something to you, if I can find it. Uh, this fellow from the Bank of International Settlements, Global Central Bank Head, announces social credit score system. This goes along with Klaus Schwab, or whatever his name, I call him Slob, Klaus Slob. Uh, head of the uh, uh, World Economic Forum. Who elected him? Who elected any of these people? And they are soon going to have total control over everything you do, everything you do. In fact, what's coming is if you do not have this digital pass, which will be connected to the ongoing booster shots, and, and I believe Bill Gates is, and his cr cronies are soon going to introduce what I call the snake patch. And they'll send it out in the mail. You will be asked to apply it to your right hand or your forehead, and there's a reason why they want it there. And this has to do with the temperature of the body and how it works. Also, it puts a mark on you. And if you do not have that, you will be locked out of this uh, social credit score system. They're announcing it. They're coming right out in the open now and telling you what they're going to do. In fact, uh, the World Economic Forum just released a, a report. Horrific, horrific. They're telling you openly what they intend to do, which is lock you down. You're either going to comply or you're going to be locked out of the system or you're going to be simply picked up, taken to a FEMA camp and exterminated, just like the Bible says. And here's another one. Starbucks, McDonald's, Whole Foods are preparing for a major economic shift set to begin as soon as May 20th, 2022. They're moving with lightning speed. Credit or debit cards only, we will not accept cash. Then they've got a picture of a palm with a COVID diagram on it. So what they're telling you is you're soon going to have to have this pass or you will not be able to do anything. Forced digital currency, and uh, that'll be a digital passport. And it's obviously connected to the mRNA drug jab. You see what they're doing? They're coming together. And it's coming together with lightning speed. That's why they're talking about this digital wallet. They want everybody. Cash will be outlawed. There will be no cash allowed. I think, though, for a little while, cash will be king. Uh, again, Phoenix Rising she claims in there that cash will be the only accepted transaction for a while. So in this transition, something happens, and I believe it's probably World War III, and we'll just have to wait and see how that goes down. What do you think, Larry? I mean, they're coming right out in the open. Yeah, well, uh, you know, <laughs> I tell you what, if 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 you if I actually gave you a response to what I thought about that, you'd even get kicked <laughs> off Rumble. So I probably need to just and then I would have to repent for the way I talk for a few minutes in my rant. But uh, yeah, I don't think much of that. I, I just don't think much of that. Well, it's just uh, it's too bad 
Uh, switching headlines, U.S. warns Russia may be planning Ukraine escalation. I don't think there's much doubt about that with what's being said. And uh, then another headline, it kind of jumps tracks here. The difference between life and death will be growing and storing your own foods. If America keeps traveling down this road of food shortages and inflation that we're now on, Remember what the Bible says, folks, a day's wages for a loaf of bread. That's hyperinflation. <laughs> and look at the, what was the price of gas in California, Larry? It was, what, eight-something a gallon? Yeah, there's different prices, but uh, Hal Turner's got the latest one up. I, I'm not sure where it is in California, but it's 867 or something like that a uh, gallon of regular yeah, well, how can people afford? They're already on a tight budget. They're just barely squeaking by. And now if you have to commute any distance to get to work, you're dead in the water. It's another form of isolating people. What do you, I, I don't know. What do you think would happen if, let's say, nationwide gas goes to, like Steve Quayle saw, nine ninety five a gallon? Doesn't That's going to isolate most people. They aren't going to be able to travel. Well, I would assume that that would. This all seems to be a clue that uh, those of us that do the Lord's work need to get busy and finish our work. Uh, we may not have a lot of time left. I, I I really don't believe we do. I think we are in that pivot year of called the. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's just before the. Uh, Daniel's 70th week, if the experts are right and how they're counting all this. And and another thing. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, I was going to say another thing. I I got a phone call uh, this evening. It was a surprise. I I had um, had a contact from someone in Canada by an email the other day, and uh, I sent my number, and they called this evening. And it's kind of interesting. Maybe this will tie in with some of the, the some of the timing that we're talking about here and maybe where we are in the prophetic and uh anyway the, and I'm having to say this cuz I don't want to I don't want to lose names or locations or a whole lot but <laughs> this individual happens to know uh, and has has I guess seen most of my work I've done over the years, and you know I've done an extensive work on Demas Shakarian and uh, the secret Armenian letter and and the Armenian, uh, you know, the whole scenario basically. basically. Yeah. I did a lot of work in that, and uh, actually uh, this individual knows. Uh, I would I would guess to say without saying names, the boy prophet from Armenia. That wrote the secret letter plus um, plus the other letter directive to the Armenian people, which Demas Shakarian and others was their, their families to flee to flee mm-hmm. Armenia before the Turkish purge came and they killed so many of them and slaughtered them. And anyway, uh, I was given uh, information that I haven't had. I, you know, I had to give up after a while. Actually, Stuart, during this time I was doing this investigation. Remember, I prayed about it, and the Lord showed me this letter, and it appeared to glow like it was golden and glowing, And mm-hmm. but there was an angel there with a sword, and he stood right in front of that letter. He got between that letter and me, and I knew right away when I woke up from this dream uh, that there was a uh, divine protection of that letter, and it wasn't time to open it then, and that was probably, what, 10 or 12 years ago. Yeah, and so say. anyway, I got this call today from this individual, and uh, this individual, I'll, I'll, I'll say it this way. This individual gave me a thread involving that secret letter that I'm going to pull on, and I'm going to see what unravels, because we may be in the time, basically, of the unraveling. And if you'll remember, Demas Shakarian made a comment in his book, The Happiest People on Earth, and he said that that secret letter he believed was a word to the Armenian peoples that moved from Armenia to the west coast of the U.S., and that because a time was coming in America, they would have to 
flee again, apparently, to, to about the time something was going to happen. And mm-hmm. if you remember, he also made a comment. He said, Demas, now I'm paraphrasing, Demas Shakarian said, I really do believe also in that secret letter is a special word to God's people who are, who are alive in, in, in the U.S. at this time. There will be a special word or directive to them. And so we don't know. But, however, what's the odds that in 2022, after I'd laid this down for so long, I get a thread presented to me from someone in Canada, and I'm going to pull on that thread and see where it takes me, because we may be at the time frame now. It's time to open that letter. I would think it is, because we are definitely in that Schmitter year. And uh, no matter how you look at it, people can say, well, you don't really know what the times are. Jesus said we would know approximately when all this was going to take place. He even told us in Psalm 90 the the uh, time span of Israel, which would be 80 years. Now, the question becomes, do you start the dating at Israel's birth, May 14, 1948, or do you start it in 1949? And either way you go, no matter how you count it, we're coming within two years span of when all this stuff has to start to be starts to begin. I think it's already begun. I think that's what we're watching in Russia now. Um, there's a lot of wag the dog stuff going on, and but it all has one thing in mind, and that is the new world order. No matter what they have to do to bring it about, no matter how many people they have to kill to to accomplish, it doesn't matter. They're going to bring it about. And the Bible says they are going to bring it about. And it, and Jesus said, well, who can make war with the beast in Revelation? Well, no one. You wouldn't ask a question like that unless the answer was no one can make war with what Schwab and the rest of these guys are doing, Bill Gates and all of them. They're working together to bring the United Nations up to full power. It's been going on for years and years and years. My videos uh, on uh, Blueprint for Tyranny, uh, all of those things that I did on Iron Mountain, it's all coming to pass, every bit of it. Not because I was a seer or anything. It's because Bible prophecy said that was all going to happen. That actually, that's why I did uh, Iron Mountain Blueprint for Tyranny, the first one. And uh, I even got calls from the FBI on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, and it was completely innocent. The only reason I did it was, gee, this sounds an awful lot like the book from Iron Mountain. This sounds an awful lot like Bible prophecy, just worded in modern terms. That's why I wrote or produced that video, because I thought, hey, this is very, very important. People really ought to see this. That's one of the reasons we got taken off from YouTube. It's too accurate. We hit the nail right on the head. Jesus knew exactly what was coming. Yeah, go ahead, Larry. Yeah, here's something else I want to throw in here real quick and get your opinion, because I got a call, phone call from Daniel Holdings the other day. I may mm-hmm. have mentioned this to you. I can't remember. But uh, anyway, Daniel Holdings called, and he was rather excited. He said, we may have found something in Scripture that we really never understood until Putin presented his Zircon missiles. And I yes. said, wow, that's interesting. And he said, well, we, uh, he said, he, talk, he got a phone call from someone that said, here's some inspiration. And he said, it appears to be valid. And, and let me re- run this scenario by you, Stuart, and see what you think. And I don't have my Bible open, so I can't read Revelation 6-4, but it talks about the, there's another horse that comes. But anyway, yes. it says Revelation 6-4. It talks about it, and I'm trying to be quick here. It talks about the word about sword. It talks about a sword. Now, what's Dagger, interesting, yeah. and da- Daniel did the research uh, from the lexicons, and and this sword that was given uh, to the one on the horse, it was a, it it really was a, it wasn't a long fighting sword. It was a short sword or a dagger. Now, oddly enough, 
the Zircon missile, the hypersonic missile, and this is the, the very one that Putin made the remark to America. He told America, he said, you won't even have time to repent. I mean, he used that <laughs> repentance that. word, which, which is so odd. A guy from the KGB or the FSB uh, using a word like that to the American people, but he did. And he's almost, he, and really, there's, there's no preachers in America bringing up that word. It takes a foreign adversary to tell you that word for you to have to hear it, doesn't it, mainstream media? But yeah. with that being said, uh, the word, you know, on these hypersonic missiles are the Zircon, Z-I-R-C-O-N, that's a Russian missile, and Zircon in Russian means, get this, it means dagger. It's a small sword or a dagger-like weapon. And these Zircon missiles are short. They're not long, tall missiles. They're a short missile. However, get this. Uh, it's, it's, it also mentions in 6-4 in Revelation a great sword. Now, oddly enough, the Zircon missile, which means dagger or short or small, it can carry a megaton warhead on this little short which makes it a great sword, even though it's small. Now, isn't that something really strange? Uh, what do you think? Do you think maybe we couldn't understand until almost today what scriptures were written so long ago? Yeah, that's kind of what Daniel does say. He says you're not going to be, you're not going to really understand this until the time of the end, and then it'll all be unlocked. And this is where we are. We're at the time when things are being unlocked. And uh, uh, a lot of things we thought probably are not true. Some of them are. We know what the big picture is. Like, for example, we know that the U.N. is rising up. Uh, we can tell it's the United Nations by the descriptions given in, in Daniel. There's only one entity in the entire world that fulfills that description it's the united nations now it may be translated into a slightly different form as it rises to full power but we know that's where it is and uh, surprisingly it comes in the great city new york and it is the tower of babel the modern tower of babel just like in the old days of ancient babylon and their tower of babel it's just scripture fulfilled right in front of our face, but because of apostasy away from the truth and the hatred people have for, uh, and this is just not everybody. I'm not talking to everybody. Obviously, there are many people who are really interested in this stuff. Not enough, unfortunately, because prophecy is considered, as J.R. Church said one time, it's an unwanted stepchild that's kept in the basement, chained to a chair, where they feed it bread and water. That is the attitude of the modern-day church in most churches. If they even talk about prophecy at all, it's in very vague terms. Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy, folks. You're supposed to know and study prophecy so that his return will not catch you unawares. But he says, look out, because I'm coming at a time you think not. And I will catch you unaware if you're not watching. Well, you wouldn't know what to watch for, would you, if you hadn't read scriptures to know what events he's talking about. And uh, here's, a, here's a headline I want to read, Larry, because it applies to people in America, whether they realize it or not, with what's coming. Starving Ukrainians have resorted, resorted to attacking each other for food, looting pharmacies in besieged Maripol. Red Cross reveals, as Deputy Mayor says, 1,200 bodies have been collected on the streets. Maripol has been without power, food or water for days, Amid constant bombardment from Russian forces, supplies are low, starving families are fighting for food, looting pharmacies in harrowing scenes. So, folks, if you think that human nature 
does not rapidly turn when a person gets thirsty or hungry, then you got to screw loose. If you think that all this is going to be hunky-dory, no, it isn't. This is human nature. The military ran experiments on this, and they found out that after three days without water, people would kill to get a drink. They found out after, I think it was 13 days without food, they would turn into monsters and kill or do anything they had to do to get food. Starving Ukrainians have resorted to attacking each other for food. Now, the looting of pharmacies is interesting because our nation is filled with nothing but druggers of all kinds. The pharmaceutical industry has made trillions of dollars off feeding the American people all these pharmaceutical items, particularly the drugs. What are people going to do when they don't have these uh, what do you call those mind-altering drugs that they give people now? I can't remember the name of it. But, folks, we're coming up on that. Anyway, what else you got, Larry? Well, I thought I'd bring up something interesting since we're talking about Ukraine because your show is noted for being a paranormal. So yes. with that with that being said, I can take this stretch, if you will, uh, listen, listen to this scenario now, and we, we've kind of hinted at this a few times. Uh, Dr. Michael Sala uh, put out on March 10th, 2022, uh, he, this headline. He said, were U.S. Special Forces trapped in the Ukraine space arc now controlled by Russia? And uh, in his report, uh, he said, uh, ovoid-shaped space arc buried under enigma of Ukraine desert. It's called the Oleski Sands near the city of Kherson. Another smaller ark also buried near Kiev. Uh, and this information's coming from, uh, well, he's got a moniker JP because he probably wouldn't be existing if uh, <laughs> he talked, but it's from someone that has been involved in classified briefings and, and the operations of the Space Force. And, by the way, he made a note. Uh, he said the U.S. special team did escape the space arc and safely out of the area now that's Russian-controlled. And, and all of this began, and I've been following this thread, if you will, on the Internet for some time with exopolitics.org. And mm-hmm. Dr. Michael Sala, who has a lot of whistleblowers talking to him, uh, indicated some time ago, months ago, that they had found a space arc buried in the Bermuda Triangle, and it was involving multiple nations going down into it. And then suddenly now we've got the Ukraine war, and if the rumors can be believed, uh, it's reported that Putin found a space ark in Russia, and they were researching that, and then that seemed to link to this huge space ark buried under the sands, a very enigmatic, to use your term, Stuart, enigma, a very unusual place where a desert shouldn't be, but this ark is buried under it, and then also a smaller one buried near Kiev. And guess what the name of the uh, community, the first city in Ukraine, surrounded and conquered suddenly, almost overnight, by the Russians, was Kherson. Isn't that a coincidence? But if, if you listen to George Nury, he says there are no coincidences, but where are they going now? They're wanting to capture Kiev, a certain area around Kiev. So here we are. Isn't it odd? The battles are the main battles for territory are being fought. The main ones now, those two locations where the rumored space arcs are buried, and even though we're having a, you know a battle like Maripol and these other little places, isn't it odd though that the first one captured is Kherson? And the second one that they've been trying to capture for weeks now is Kiev. What's your thoughts? Well, uh, they know from ancient technology. They've known for a long time that this anti-gravity stuff 
and the high technology. It doesn't work as our high technology does, but we're backwards engineering. I mean, look at uh, Bob Lazar. Everybody said he's a fake. He's a fake. There's absolutely no proof that Bob Lazar was ever at Area 51 or any of these other places, uh, Dreamland and, and stuff like that. So, you know, people just roll their eyes and say, well, that's that's not true. Well, if you see one of these things floating over you with no sound, you suddenly wake up to the fact that this is real. I remember when I was on the Art Bell he, uh, show, he told me about his, his incident, and I think his wife was with him at the time. They were just out walking out there in the high desert, and this huge, huge thing flew right over him. He said, no noise at all. These things are real, and people better wake up, because if they don't, they're going to be broadsided. And this arrival is a deception. This whole thing is a deception, folks. It's part of the strong delusion of Thessalonians. It has but one purpose, to damn humanity. Now, you might say, well, how can that be so with a loving God? Well, this loving God we had sent in his prophets who were tortured and killed. He sends in his son. He is tortured and killed. What would you? What would your reaction be if you had one a son or many sons, and you sent them out into the world to prophesy truthfully what's coming, and everybody grounded them up and killed them? Uh, you got to understand this from the Lord's point of view. The whole object was to reconnect what we lost at the fall in Genesis. It's very simple. We lost divine love. Adam and Eve were of essence of divine love. That's all they were. Okay, they eat of the knowledge of good and evil. Divine love was severed immediately upon ingest. Oh, that never happened. That's just symbolic. Well, no, it isn't. I've been flying, I flew for years before I retired. I never met anyone who didn't know the difference between right and wrong. I'm not saying they paid attention to it. They knew the difference. If you have the knowledge of what's right and wrong, you're a fallen creature. You say, well, why? Because Genesis says so. That's why. It's kind of like a little kid who goes up to the mother and says, uh, asks the question. And the mother just says, because I said so. That's why. Well, humanity better listen to Jesus Christ. Because I said so is going to be his reply to humanity. It doesn't matter whether it's a Rothschild who's got $20 trillion in the bank. It doesn't matter if you're a poor person on the street, broke, begging for food. You're in the same position as that rock, uh, rock, Rothschild person is. It's the great leveler, the, the reconnect. That's all Jesus Christ came here for, to reconnect you with that severed from God. You were severed from God. And the day you eat thereof, you shall surely die. That doesn't mean physical death. It meant spiritual death. You die physically later because of spiritual death. Jesus came to fix that. He's the hot link to bring you back. It's a, these things I say unto thee are the flesh profits nothing because what I'm saying to you is spirit. I'm paraphrasing Jesus. Spiritual reconnection. And then when you physically die... Because you physically got reconnected, you go to heaven. But if you don't get reconnected, you're automatically condemned. Jesus said, look, I didn't come into the world to condemn it, because the world is condemned already. Every human being born on this planet with a few caveats, like being a baby and being a child, you, you're dead in the water. You're an enemy to Jesus Christ. doesn't matter, again, whether you're a Rothschild or who you are. 
You're, if you're born into humanity, you are born as a fallen creature in dire need of a Messiah and a Redeemer. That's all been lost. Modern Christianity is not really Christianity at all. It doesn't have any connection to uh, Christianity as Jesus taught it or as the early apostles taught it. Satan infiltrated the church almost immediately and changed the gospel. We don't have a gospel now. The gospel that is so-called gospel, uh, the ABCs of salvation, it's all a pack of lies, every bit of it. It's just a pack of lies, and Jesus told you it was a pack of lies. Peter told you it was a pack of lies. John told you it was a pack of lies. Paul told you it was a pack of lies. They all warned about all this, and nobody's paying any attention to the warning. Nothing you can do about it, just the way it is. Uh, anyway, nothing happened, Larry, uh, so far anyway. On this date, where Russia said Friday evening would be a beautiful, be beautiful for the whole world, what happened? Well, we don't know what that is, and and that certainly. I, matter of fact, I met uh, John Vandeveter. Uh, he mm-hmm. called me, and we met for breakfast the other morning. And and actually, we had a. Uh, I'll answer your question here in just a second, but. I was going to say we probably need to set up another uh, show with him because we were talking about some of Michael Sala's work. And also uh, John brought up uh, shadow beings, and we were talking about that. And then I also found a video from Dr. Michael Sala where one of his whistleblowers that has been involved in experiments where they travel a little bit in time, Mm -hmm. they say, and on video, they videoed it, and when he came back, this individual, uh, from one of the travels, there was a shadow being or creature that came back with him from the past. So, with that being said, uh, we got to get into it. we got to dig into some of that stuff, it, and it, I think it's all relevant. And, by the way, I, you know, John and I also talked about what would possibly be meant by uh, you know, this information from the Kremlin. And, and I've decided that probably this is uh, what they call uh, PSYOPs, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that our leadership, you know, our leadership, Stuart, and we've talked about it, they're like a bunch of kindergarten kids. They're not even, they're not <laughs> even adult enough to even talk. And they don't even know what reasoning means. All they know is emotion, all this left emotion baloney. It's just like a giant domestic in America, and that's all we got to domestic in America. But with that being said, I think they've been uh, stopped, actually, by the Kremlin. Yeah. Yep. Well, the whole world was psyoped by the jab. Oh, you got to <laughs> roll your sleeve up and get this. And everybody did, or I couldn't say everybody, but a good share of the people around the world did what they were told. And now they're probably basically hybrid humans. Now, how far that goes, I don't know. We have to get into that, too. But time travel, the future, the present, and the past all exist, folks. They all exist. They've always existed. And uh, you read your Bible carefully, and you'll find out that they all exist. And so uh, when you have, a, if you take a photograph and look at it, you just captured a bit of the past, but it's still there. You just can't go back to it, but it is there. If they learn time travel, which I doubt they'll ever be able to, how do I say, change prophecy in one way or another, they just can't do it because it won't be allowed. Otherwise, the statement of the Lord where he said, not one jot, not one tittle can pass from from what the prophets had to say. So you can't go back and change that, but that doesn't mean you can't go back and look. So maybe they are. We'll get into that with John. Anyway, last word, Larry. I would just tell people to uh, really get your house in order because uh, with what we've got going (laughs) and the insanity coming out of the Biden regime, and oddly enough, uh, I was tickled at Steve Bannon and and some of his crew. They were just saying that, uh, stolen elections have catastrophic consequences, and America's feeling the pain from a recent stolen election. 
of course, there we are again. That stirs the emotion of the Biden regime and the left. So it's a, it's just a domestic Stuart. Yep. Yep. Thanks a lot, folks, for tuning in. Thanks a lot, Larry. And uh, we'll see you again, the Lord willing. Take care.